on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. We are doing a takeover episode of 724 Cigars. Huge thank you and shout out to Kurt Kindle for supplying the cigars for today's episode. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kurt. We actually, myself and uh, good old boy Benjamin, got to meet him. We got a little bit of time to speak with him at the PCA. He was a bit apprehensive at first, but knowing we're fellow bourbon enthusiasts, well, that's a big word. I have a hard time today with those. He opened up quickly about what he does and why he's passionate about his cigars. He also shared his Willet single barrel family estate pick with us where was i in the middle of that and it was amazing I, wait oh, behind somebody a curtain the curtain there should have been a mass text sent out yeah we'll be right back after this break Almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Got a light? It's time for smokes. Welcome to the smokes episode, folks, where everything good in life is worth discussing. We'll have a good episode for you guys today about 724 cigars, but first I want to introduce our host, our co-host. I'm good old boy Barger, and to my left is good old boy Mike. Am I in microphone left or microphone right? You are I'm not really quite sure. Wherever you want to be, Am sir. I centered today? It feels like I'm centered. Uh, I think you need to talk to your Hello, guru everybody. about that. I know. In spite of the injunctions that have been filed on repeated occasions, I'm still here. That's right. And good old boy Nate. What's up? Good to be back. And good old boy, Benjamin, welcome. Back like I never left, thanks. That's right, I know, it's your second episode, so we're glad to have you here, and I'm really glad that could you put a lot into these episodes, that's really helpful. So, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m., just before speech therapy with Bobcat Goldwyn. <laughs> and right after, Estelle Getty presents today's fashion trends. And you put the belt on just like this. Could you imagine watching her on a fashion show? Like, how funny would that be? Pass me some more rum. Right. So this is our smoke segments here. We talk about cigars and, well, anything that you can smoke. Well, almost anything, because we're in Tennessee. Yeah. But here's what we're going to discuss today. We are doing a takeover episode of 724 Cigars. Huge thank you and shout out to Kurt Kindle for supplying the cigars for today's episode. Thank you very much. Thanks, Kurt. We actually, myself and uh, good old boy Benjamin, got to meet him. We got a little bit of time to speak with him at the PCA. He was a bit apprehensive at first, but knowing we're fellow bourbon enthusiasts, well, that's a big word. I have a hard time today with those. He opened up quickly about what he does and why he's passionate about his cigars. He also shared his Willet single barrel family estate pick with us where 
outside in the middle of that. And it was amazing. I, wait, wait. Oh, behind the curtain. Had the, it was somebody very had a, it was behind time, the yeah. curtain. He pulled us aside. I was like, you guys like bourbon? I was like, yeah. Potato, smelled potato, great. Let's go. <laughs> okay. It was right. great. It was there great. There should have been a mass text sent out. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about it because these are small things that we do for fun. Was I in another building? I mean, seriously, I was my were, phone busted that Honestly, day? we should have got somebody else involved, oh, too, because it was just Barger that got to get yeah. on it, you know? Well, yeah, but I think Mike was uh, stuck up the Rocky Patel booth somewhere. Probably. But hopefully we'll have him in a future Chats episode, so Kurt, I'll be reaching out for that. Be on the lookout for those episodes. They will be coming out soon. We're going to do Chats episodes where we'll be diving into what makes people tick in the cigar industry. We'll also be blinding them on cigars they may or may not know. I love bicycles. It's going to be fun, and I love blinds. If you guys haven't figured it out, we've done so far two blind tasting episodes, right? I'm blind. Have, uh, we're, we're at two now, right? Yeah, we're at 10 dollars. We just did $10. Yeah, we did a $5 blind, and we did a $10 blind, and they were tons of fun, and I never stay within the budget, but that's another conversation for our lawyers. <laughs> okay. So, now remember, folks, if you are a cigar newbie, fret not, we got you covered in our Cigar 101 episodes, where we will unpack all of the cigar speak will be decoded. Just search for Sip, Suds, and Smokes on whatever platform you're using and look up the Cigar 101 episode, and it should pop right up for the link in our show notes. If you can't find it, ask your parents for help. Mom. That's right. Now off to business. Today, our safe word is pompadour. 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 So if you guys get a little out of your comfort zone, you can just say pompadour, and we we may or may not stop. So today, good old boy Mike gets the honors of going over our smokes ratings today. So take it away, Mike. We'll be smoking and discussing these cigars from 724 and rating them with our Sip, Suds, and Smokes smokes rating plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one, this sucked before it was lit. (coughs) Smoke's rating two. I'd smoke this again. (coughs) Smoke's rating number three. Move out of the way. I need a box of these. That's a good rating. I love that rating. I'll be down with some boxes. So, Today, our product line is all 724 cigars, which you guys may or may not be experienced with. Um, I have experienced them a little bit in the past, but just started revisiting them, and I was pleasantly surprised. But Benjamin, why don't you tell us a little bit about 724? Yeah, so Urban Legend has it that 724 cigars was so named because R.G. Sullivan, who was the founder of the brand in 1874, got his start in business with the winnings from a lottery ticket with the numbers 720 and 4. However... That's it. Uh, That is a myth. Writer George Franklin Wiley offered a more plausible explanation in this book. Wiley's semi-centennial book of Manchester, 1846 to 1896, that Sullivan changed the brand's original name uh, from New Gold Dust Cigars to 724 Cigars. Wow, New Gold Dust just sounds fun. (laughs) Shouldn't that be like, this is a WWE character, Yeah, like like Gold Dust breaks into your your room (laughs) with a chair and like hands you a cigar and like, you're going to smoke this. A ring nickname. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Dr. Hater. On twenty four. Seven twenty four was the address of a factory in Manchester, New Hampshire, at seven twenty four Elm Street. The cigars, which sold for ten cents at the time, were handmade with Cuban tobacco fillers and Sumatra wrappers. The brand was so successful that Sullivan's Cigar Factory became one of the world's largest manufacturers of handmade cigars. Didn't huh. we talk about this 
in another episode, Nate, where or or might have been Mike, where companies in in small towns and in, in cities in states across America used to grow tobacco and used to manufacture their own state's tobacco in cigars. Yeah, yeah, for a long time, especially. I mean, we didn't have the access to a lot of Central American tobacco like we do now, and so a lot of the common man would smoke cigars made right down the street, rolled at the, you know, their town's mm-hmm. little factory that they had, and some were big, some were small. Like Grandma used to roll them down the street, right? <laughs> Just like Grandma used to that make. man, I miss Grandma's cigars all the time. So what What else about Kurt can you tell us? Yeah, so uh, actually today, Curdy Kendall, uh, the entrepreneur and owner of two New Hampshire cigar stores, uh, has always been an avid antique collector. So over the years, he's displayed an extensive collection of cola machines, gas pumps, and other artifacts in his retail shops. Oh, that'd be fun. And one of his passions was to revive the 724 cigar brand. Uh, so Kendall went ahead and acquired the then-defunct trademark and began reproducing the historic cigars that now rank as one of the best boutique cigars on the market. Well, I don't think I was upset by any of the cigars that we smoked. We actually met Kurt at PCA, which if you haven't listened to that episode yet... Go check it out because if you f- um, if you're listening on the radio, you're gonna have to go online. I'm sorry because that was a two hour long episode we did, and we went over sixteen or twenty cigars on yeah, that episode. For sure, it was pretty extensive, but we had a freaking awesome time recording that episode. So uh, a little bit about Manchester, since I I know the town you know quite well. Oh, and uh, so. Manchester was a place where uh, the logs would actually float down the river, and all of the a lot of the lumber mills were right there in Manchester. Is that where they have Bonnaroo? Um, so it's very evident when you actually are driving, you know, around Mas- Manchester itself. You'll see basically the the city is kind of right on the river itself, and you'll see a lot of the warehouses where they would actually. Uh, store a lot of the wood um, that they would actually take out of the river. And and I think one of the lumber mills is actually still um, in operation. Uh, they don't float the the logs down the river anymore. I bet um, that'd be cool to watch. They've got a great though. football club too, right? Yeah, yeah Manchester. Same one. Glory, glory, Man United. But it's a great town. And, uh, you know, I think that if you – there's a lot of uh, interesting things to do around Manchester. should definitely check out this uh, sh- uh, shop for sure. So one thing that that I I want to do a, uh, you know, just talk a little bit about you know when we met Kurt at the PCA in in Vegas we we hit it off man it was a good time he he spent some time with us talking about what he liked about the brand and he just gave you Willet oh he did give me some Willet and I am super thankful for that oh, and gosh. I'll take a bottle anytime anytime yeah right hook line and sinker you had me at Willet uh, what do you do Willet <laughs> Well, I think one of the the coolest things about meeting Kurt is he definitely embodies that uh, new generation of cigar smoker, right? Like he's not the guy that's in the three piece suit with the fedora, you know, and and the uh, scarf hanging around his neck, and you know, like that type of vibe that you think about mm-hmm. with cigar smokers, like uh, tattoos, beautiful beard, uh, really kind of soft spoken fella. But you could absolutely just pick up on every bit of passion that he had for bringing this brand back and keeping it historically accurate. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I think that's a huge win, right? There's so many people out there that just want to create something uh, that only speaks to what they're doing. It, it's a, it's a, 
kind of just like a one-off um, experience for them, right? They're, they're really just trying to create something new that embodies themselves in the cigar market. And he's really tied to that sense of history yeah. and bringing that brand back. I like the, the, the branding that he does also because his labeling is, is very... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's minute details. It's it's not flashy labeling, and classic. so it's very yeah yeah very classic style labeling. And I, I as we all know me, I'm a sucker for branding. So if if you're consistent in your branding, I, I'm going to try your cigars. Nate, what do you think? No, I mean I agree, and I've especially we'll get to this, but I think he was super creative for calling a size of the dog walker because people have always nicknamed. You know, short little smokes, the dog walker. But, I love that. But it's cool to actually, you know, it's like I've I've actually in in retail before sold a box specifically because some guy was like, "Oh, that's great! I like to smoke when I walk my dog, and I want a short amount." And it's like, okay, walk the dog until he does his business, and I can smoke this. And so, so if I'm not mistaken, and from my conversation with him, I believe that 724, the old brand, was actually coined the phrase the dog walker. I think Kurt takes credit for it. Does he? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, who knows? Good job, Kurt. That's cool. It was, it was awesome. So we're going to dive into these cigars pretty shortly. We might take a short break here and, and talk about our sponsors. Well, we're not going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it to you. So enjoy those. All right, welcome back from the commercial break. We're going to dive into these guys. We're going to dive. We're going to dive into these cigars from 724. The first one up is the WK series Robusto, and Benjamin's going to take it away. Good old boy Benjamin, what you got? Yeah, man, so uh this is a, a limited release a special series. It's a um, uh, a series uh that's actually really near and dear to Kurt. It's um actually um in remembrance of his late son William. Uh, the WK series. So this is a five by fifty Connecticut uh, with uh, Nicaraguan and Honduras filler, uh, Honduras binder, and an Ecuador Connecticut wrapper. Kirk Kendall actually released these to honor his late son, uh, who passed away in 2011. And his tributes go: a finer cigar could not have been chosen. The 724 WK stands ready to suit almost anyone's preference, leaning with smooth and well-balanced flavors. I really, really enjoyed this smoke, man. Now, that's uh, the one that says in every case on the band. Is that right? It is, yeah. I think that that's their tagline for the brand. Um, and, and I think that was something that I immediately picked up on uh, with this brand 724 because, uh, you know, it, it, the duality immediately spoke to me. Sure. Uh, in every case, meaning uh, in, in every opportunity that you have or in every case that you would need to smoke a cigar, 724 is the brand to do that, right? So whether it is sitting around with your buddies doing a podcast yeah. or if y'all are sitting around celebrating a birthday or celebrating someone's legacy in life, uh, this is absolutely a smoke that, you know, you can just uh, – grab a box and just hand out right yeah. you're, you're not gonna offend anybody with this smoke it's very welcoming um for sure and i would i would almost interject and say that i'm not almost interject. i am interjecting and interject saying away. so I, I think that that in every case is almost an invitation like I, I interpret that as an invitation to slow down and and to take a second and 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 really focus on the little things in life. Well, that's what a cigar does for you, right? Like a, a cigar is a is a commitment. You're gonna you're gonna 
take the time out, right? It, it's, uh, it, you know, selfish may be the term that kind of comes to mind, but in the best way possible. Sure. Right. You have to commit that time frame. Like a, a Robusto, you know, this this probably took me an hour and a half to smoke. And so you really uh, have that time not only to enjoy the cigar and, you know, dive into all the nuances if that's what you want to do, but you also get to enjoy the people around you. You get to have those conversations, right? And, and that invitation yeah. is not only, you know, to the cigar, but the, the ritual around it, right? right. And, and the camaraderie that comes with uh, sitting down and sharing a smoke with someone. Yeah. And I, I, I really commend you on making a Robusto last an hour and a half. I'll take yeah. my time, bud. Uh, so this was uh, a stick that I had actually last in the product line, and um, it was uh, my favorite out of the entire product line. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. It really was. It was very good. It was very well balanced. Um, I thought the construction of it was really um, spot on and great quality, good burn line all the way through and through. Um, yeah. I think the only thing I was just like, Wow. Could I have this in a little bit bigger stick? I mean, it was that good. You mean right. like a petite yeah. Lancero? No. <laughs> Definitely not. Come on. <laughs> it comes in a church. Yeah. Everything's better in Lancero. Oh, uh, yeah. Sucks. I think it sucks. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, really great uh, cigar. I, um, I think that if you're looking, like I said, this is my favorite of the product line. Um, really solid stick. I have no idea what this costs, but I would say it's probably good bang for buck. Yeah, his price sure. points are really good. Uh, Every, he, everything that he sells. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is between 8 and 15 that he sells, at least that I've seen. Now, he may have some limited releases that I haven't seen yet that may be a little more expensive, but I would say in every case, it's worth a try. Absolutely. So just to bounce off that, the, the, the duality of that in every case is this should be something that, you know, I would hope you'd be able to find in, in every cigar case in humidor that you visit. And I, I think this is, you know, if you're a cigar retailer, this is one of those brands that you should carry. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that's a good thing as well. And, 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 Definitely trying to, to keep things like that in your humidor that you can just split with your friend and say, hey, here's one. Oh, I'm going to smoke one. We're going to have a good time and just take take and have a good moment in life together. Um, so what were your tasting notes? Yeah, solid construction on this, considerable spice off the light and in the retro hell. Uh, this was a medium plus body smoke for me, medium to full strength. Uh, it mellows out in the second, third, and through the end with some nice leather and wood tones. Uh, but the the nuance really came through the retro for me, yeah. which was really, really uh, something that I enjoy about a cigar. To have that kind of consistent, you know, big, leathery, woody, uh, almost like coffee-like tones sure. through the smoke of the cigar. Sure, and then sure. to get some of that nuance uh, as you retro hail. Uh, it's, it's a it's a nice little you know kind of cherry on top. It's a it's a little bit of excitement uh, that that you can you know expose yourself to as you go through the smoke. Yeah, I definitely I had a little pepper off the light, like it was kind of kind of dusty and peppery, and it actually reminded me of a, of an older Davidoff, huh? Which which was interesting to me, and and it could have just been my setting where I was, but I really got those pepper on the retro and and really. I thought after that first third, it just mellowed out nicely to, to have a good blend. So what was your rating upon that? That's a three for me all day. All right. So we're going to call it a three. <coughs> so next up. 
I had an interesting story to share with you guys. Yeah, go so, away. Because every go topic away, is but go away. worthy of discussion, you know, for sure. So uh, as I was driving up uh, to our studio for uh, production day, <laughs> it was, I was... Uh, I got caught in a little bit of traffic and I had to weave through, you know, some of the neighborhoods that are around where our studio is. And I was driving, um, it was, I was driving past a school and there was a sign on the side of the road that said reading tutor. And then it had a phone number on it. Was it spelt funny? <laughs> it's just, are you going to give that? Phone number to Mike. Was it no, it was just it was the irony of all the whole thing. I'm like, well, if you can't read, you can't read the sign, man. So it's like it's like seriously, it's like, have you thought about this oh, for a moment? Gosh. You know, I'm the only one in the room going, uh, hey man, I don't think the sign's gonna work well. You know, it's like Yeah. So, I, I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> No, it was just it was sitting there. I, I was at a stop sign. And I was looking at the sign. And I was just laughing my butt off. I mean, it was just you know, it was hilarious. I just I love those moments of just little irony. You know that you you're just like, oh, you know, you may want to think about that. <laughs> right for sure. So up, uh, actually, good old boy Mike, you're up next with your uh, factory fifty seven. Yeah. So uh, the factory fifty seven is is a robusto as well, five by fifty as a uh, natural. Uh, the filler is Honduras, Nicaraguan, Mexico, Colombia, Costa Rica, and a partridge in a pear tree. That's right. uh, the wrapper is uh, high priming, triple fermented, not double, triple fermented Nicaraguan Jalapa Habano. So this is aged for three years plus an additional six months before shipping. And according to 724 cigar owners, uh, Kurt Kendall, the Factory 57 name refers to the U.S. government's official designation of 724 as a licensed and tax manufacturer of premium cigars. Um, so, yeah, I uh, I had this uh, this. I'm trying to think when I smoked this in the lineup. I guess this was ten minutes ago. No, uh, <laughs> no, this was uh, this was the third I had out of the four, and. Um, yeah, I was uh, I don't I was not very happy with this. Uh, so here are some of my uh, notes here about the 724 Robusto. Uh, tad spicy, um, very spicy up front. It was a spice bomb. I got that too. Um, it had a few burn line issues. You know, just kind of an average draw. Um, I wrote, I'm glad I'm done with this product line. Well, so, man, what did you pull that out of um, your shoebox, Humidor? Yeah, I was not uh, happy uh, with with uh, finishing things off, you know. See, um, I had the opposite on that one. Same. Okay. Oh, man, I was. it was real creamy off the light for me and had a really good smoke. The burn on the flavor was was great for mine. Uh, I put actually this this cigar was fantastic. It's creamy, it's smooth all the way. The 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 flavors blended really well for me, and I actually paired that with a good rye whiskey, huh. which really helps. Spice on top Some of spice. Type of oh baby, a state that you adhere to no, consistently. It wasn't toilet, oh, but I can't talk about it. But huh. it was actually delicious and and i put even the last half of that ticks up even more spice really yeah for so for mine it was just like oh you think the spice is mellowing out <laughs> forget it we're getting more spicy to you but mm. I, I i mean i i would i will definitely buy the cigar i wish to register a complaint yes well what's your complaint sir I, i'm sorry but i just 
there is no way this was the same. Did you like put different bands on my cigars? Nope. Is that it? Nope, not it this time. It was such a spice. I don't write down it's a spice bomb unless it is a spice uh, bomb. It was definitely a spice bomb. But see, as we all know at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, Mike's opinion is twice as much as is ours. not worth anything <laughs> in this opinion. Benjamin, what do you think of it? Be the arbitrator. Oh, I mean, I, I hate to, to jump on the bandwagon here, Mike, but this ah! was absolutely a killer for me. Got him. I love this smoke. This was a fresh pulled espresso. The crema still on top. Uh, that, that spice was definitely on the retro for me, though it lingered on the palate a bit uh, more than the WK series. I would smoke this cigar again and again. Now, absolutely. that being said, it could have been the setting for me. This was last night for me. So sitting on the back porch, listening to the crickets, reading a good book. Like I, I was in the right space for this smoke, if yeah. you will. We were smoking the same um, cigar in the same evening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not a weather issue. <laughs> Is this a pop-up yeah, book? Maybe. You guys reading? Yeah, yeah. There's pictures involved. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Don't judge me. Yeah, that's fine. I saw the sign. Uh-huh. It's trickery. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> telling you. I was so, tricked. So, so let's give that our sips rating. What do we got here, folks? It's a three for me. Uh, we're going to go with three. <laughs> Suck. Yeah, bring me a box. Pass. So I, I just want to touch base. Nate, good old boy Nate, just had to leave. Um, his wife's car wouldn't start. So sorry, Nate. You're going to get to miss out. But don't worry. Cause Hope you get the car fixed, though. I'll car read, problems are the worst. That's right. But I'll I'll read his cigar. All all, all of Nate's uh, you know opinions are really mine. So I get I get <laughs> two <laughs> you know votes. Yeah, I, I don't. Know, I disagree. Uh, Nate will Nate will absolutely back me up on everything I'm saying. Can we call our lawyer for this one? No. Okay. All right. So good old boy Nate. Hi guys. <laughs> All right, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna <laughs> oh, do that. That was, that was a poor interpretation. <laughs> that you, that's for sure. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, so he had the 724 dog walker. So actually, we had talked about the dog walker earlier and how 724 is the one that coined the phrase for that. Can't confirm, but it's it's a great story, and I enjoy hearing that. So 724 original series dog walker is a four and a quarter by 40 Maduro. Its filler is a diverse blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, Mexican, and Colombian long filler. Its binder is Costa Rican, and its wrapper is Brazilian Matafina wrapper. So it's actually cedar aged for 120 days to mellow. It says on those occasions when the time or weather may be an issue, you may prefer a shorter smoking experience. The dog walker is a perfect size for walking the dog, washing the car, anything that you want it to be. These cigars smoke in a range of 15 to 48 minutes, depending on how you smoke it. Uh, a double bonus of smaller cigars is their price point. So their price points are typically between 5 to $8 ranges. Now, I don't quite know the price range because I didn't look it up. Um, but I would suggest I think this was like four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say you're you're in the five to six dollar range. Uh, absolutely, depending on taxes and you know taxes taxation is theft. But you know we'll talk about that in another podcast. Um, so the dog walker for me, I had notes on that. Let me pull them up here in my trusty phone. So you missed the cedar age for 120 days. No, I didn't. I said that. You said that. I'm you just I'm not. Sorry. Li- you, this happens every time. You don't listen to me when I talk, Mike. 
Why do we well, go through this? Rather a gloom over the evening, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's like we're married again. Hold right. my hand. Yeah, right. So, Let me follow along. That's right. More so, rum at, t- at the end of the table. That's right. More rum. More <laughs> rum. So uh, what I got off that was, man, that thing again, just like the the um, factory robusto. This thing was a spice bomb. Yes, sir. It was a flavor bomb, and I really enjoyed this cigar. I said it mellowed out great. It was bold off the light, but mellows out real quickly. So like your first. Even half of your first third is like super spice, and then it just mellows out to blends those three flavors well. And you almost can hit that cedar halfway through that cigar. You can get that cedar taste. What What did you think about that? Yeah, that the cedar really came through for me. This one had a really nice, uh, almost uh, kind of like effervescent uh, wood to me. Right? Effer or effer? 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 Yeah, effervescent. Oh. Right? You, you you walk into like a a new cedar barn or something like that, right? And like that mm. that almost sweet aroma, uh, but it has that kind of tinge of like spice to it hits you. Uh, and this is a, a first thing in the morning smoke for me. This is that cup of coffee smoke. Uh, perfect time frame, uh, perfect size. You know, I, I do kind of lean into the, the Barger method as far as, you know, sizes go. So That's right. Lancero, right, that 48 ring gauge. Mm, give it to uh, me, baby. So th- this one be... <laughs> fair so so what would you prefer mike what would you prefer this in um you know i think that i definitely love the name of this it really aligned you know a cigar with an activity and i think that's what i really loved about this um i had the cigar when we got together for a herf so we were having several scars what's a herf <laughs> herf is when we just get together um and we bitch about everything and, oh well that happens you know, every and, day and you guys realize that I'm right about everything. So, uh, <laughs> at least opinionated. Yeah. Yeah. Very humbly as well. It's all right. the, he uh, pays the bills. <laughs> the, um, but, you know, it, it's interesting. We always, you know, we talk about pairing things, and it's usually paired with, you know, a whiskey or, uh, you know, another beverage or sometimes with a food. But I like this idea of, you know, pairing a an activity, you know, with a cigar because, uh, it is spot on for you know the amount of time for me to walk my dog. I have a Shih Tzu. It's a you know. Do you have a, sh- a, sh- a Shih Tzu? Oh, oh, my bad. Shih Tzu. Bad. Um, Selective hearing. Yeah, thanks. Well, to anyway, um, the uh, better lines. You know, definitely with the amount of time, usually that I am taking the dog for a walk, and I just thought that you know from a marketing perspective, it's a lot. You know, easier to do that and saying, "Would you like a petite Corona?" It's like, well, you know. <laughs> I'm into full uh, size Coronas. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, but the thing that I liked about it that particular evening that we got together for the Herf is it actually was a good tune up for my for my palate. You know, because uh, I had been I'd been sampling and drinking a bunch of things through the day, working on a completely different episode, and um, I had I really had not had a cigar all day and. You know, that helped me just kind of set myself into, I really need to smoke through these cigars and pay attention to what they're going to be. So it was really good some, uh, to acclimate my palate. And that was the other thing that I really loved. I, I agreed that I thought the the cedar was, I thought, very um, present in a lot of the flavor profile of this, but in a good way. I mean, sometimes you can have cedar and it's almost like rancid, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it can actually overwhelm you know any flavor profile in it but it was very complimentary and i thought you know it was working well that was a great stick uh you know i uh 
I would definitely, uh, yeah, you sh- I, I like this a lot. Yeah, I like this cigar a lot as well. But And what I like about the size of the cigar is that, you know, like you said, it, you can use it for multiple things if you don't have, if you just have limited amounts of time. But also, I, I kind of did this one with dessert. So I was, okay. I was eating a uh, double chocolate ice cream. Ah, yeah. And it was fantastic. Let's rate this up before we head out here. So I'm going to, I'm going to rate this. Uh, we're going to go three all across <coughs> the board. So we're going to take a quick break for some sponsors and then we'll come back and talk about one of the other cigars that came and maybe some more shenanigans. What, what kind of dog would you walk this with? Uh, maybe a Mastiff. If I had a Mastiff. And welcome back to our 724 takeover of Sip, Sons, and Smokes. Smokes episode. I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are. Thrilled. Oh, we are having Ecstatic. so much fun. Well, I have fresh whiskey now in my glass. Put your shirt back yes, on more. Yes, I will so. not, sir. This is hot in here. So we went over the dog walker recently and we rated it a three because that cigar is awesome. But what other <coughs> but what other activities would you guys do with a dog walker? Hmm. Um, you know, I think it's a good uh you know, if you have to go for a walk, uh, you know, even without an animal, um, I think if you I think it's a good stick to take down to the golf range. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, that way you're just I mean, you take a, a larger stick, you know, and you're hitting golf balls. You're constantly managing, you know, the the cigar instead of what you're doing at the range. Well, you I, might be, you know. Um, uh, it's a really good slice game you got. Yeah, I do. Thank you. Um, <laughs> look, I'm bringing out, you know, outside in, you know, swing plane back in, back in, <laughs> yeah. back in motion. Okay? There's not one golf swing, right? Yeah, sure. right. As it's long right. as it works for you. He's mm-hmm. out there weed whacking. Mm-hmm. It's not one, two. It's one, two. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and we talked about the, the time commitment thing, right? And, yeah. and so wanting to spend that time, maybe, maybe you don't want to spend a lot of time where you're going. Right, maybe you do just want to kind of hang out long enough to have a short smoke, and you've got some other commitments to get to. You and call it the break from the in-laws, yeah, or right. like a commute, <laughs> like you're going to pick up dinner and coming right back home, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, if, if if you're smoking in the car, right, or you know, yeah, that, that's exactly what I had in mind, Mike. Where you know, maybe some of those family functions you don't want to spend a lot of time at. Yeah, you mean like, oh, man, I, you know, Christmas, I've got a timer yeah. set on this thing, and it's about well, forty-five minutes max, and I'm up out of here. So that's an interesting question. So do you? Do do you pick the the size of the scar based on when you plan to smoke it, and does it align with that activity? I think we do, because you know I I think well it, there's a difference between us smoking for the show and and probably me you know making those choices when I just have absolutely no agenda. I'm just enjoying the cigar. Wait, there's times you don't have an agenda. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Hang on a second. I wish to register a complaint. I do, yes. So, again. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, it just kind of struck me that I, there are times that I, even the way that I manage my uh, my Tupper doors are generally by size. Like, I have most of their Robustos in, in one Tupper door. I have you know most of the Toros in another. I have all the Churchills you know in another. I thought um, they were alphabetized. No, um, 
So I find myself, you know, going, well, I have, you know, an hour and a half to kill. I'll take a Churchill, you know, or I only have like 30 minutes and I'll grab a Robusto. Yeah. And, you know, um, so I, I, I know that uh, I, I tend to pick the size of the stick based on the amount of time that I probably have to, to work with to try and enjoy that. But at the same time, sometimes, you know, especially people that I play golf with, they take the same stick no matter what, you know, um, for four hours. And it's like, oh, well. While they're searching for their golf ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. Starting yeah. forest fires out there. <laughs> hey, man, I'm you just know. telling you, we're swinging for the trees. I can shoot 108 and smoke four <laughs> sticks while That's we're out right. here. That's all I care about. Well, now that we're talking about size and we're doing a little bit of comparison here, boys, I want to talk about the Churchill. Yes. So this Churchill we got from him was a 7 by 50 Maduro. Hmm. And yes, I please. think that it was f- fantastic. I typically am not a Churchill guy because that is a time commitment. It is, it is, it is just as much length as it is girth. Today we're going to be demonstrating how to measure girth. Girth is a very important measurement when determining sizes. First, take your tape measure, place it at the center of the shoulder, uh, bring it down through the crotch, whoop, hey. and back up again, making sure it's going over the widest part. Well, the filler on this one is a diverse blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, Mexican, and Colombian long filler. The binder is Costa Rican, and the wrapper is a Brazilian Matafina wrapper. And it is also cedar-aged for 120 days. So what I want to take a second about is this is almost the same blend as the dog walker. If you guys notice and listen to and pay attention to what we say when we talk. Correct. It's trickery. It's not. <laughs> so... If anyone out there has had these these thoughts, when you get a cigar in a different size, does it taste the same? No, no. So, so tell tell me why. Tell me why. Definitely not in this case. And I think part of it might have been just the amount of time and exposure, you know, to that filler and binder, you know, itself. I, I have a feeling that, you know, you're comparing something between, you know. 10 to 15 minutes versus something that was, you know, an hour. And I, I just think that, you know, my palate just flat out was worn out and so fatigued after the first third of this. I just, I was, yeah, really? I was fighting all the way through Too this. much spice for you? It was not working for me. Yeah. Well, that's, that's sad. I had, a, I had a lot of other issues, but uh, what do you think, Benjamin? One well, the same, man. Uh, so for this one, for me, like this was something that I would absolutely revisit again in that dog walker size. But the Churchill was a was a struggle for me. I remember, you know, you sent me that picture of you smoking it and how much you loved it, uh, yeah. and and it got me excited to light this thing and go, you know, you know, because we we tend to have a little bit of a, of a similar palette, right? And I got about halfway through it and was like, this guy is absolutely nuts. Yeah. There is there is no way this is, you know, what he's talking about. Yep. Uh, and for me, I, I think it was that that cedar age for me definitely took a hold of the dog walker in all the right ways. Yeah. And it did not do the same in the Churchill. Really? About halfway through this thing, I mean, I, I almost like wanted to give up on it. It was solid. I'm I'm not you know, it, it's something that I would smoke again if someone handed it to me. Uh, but this would not be a cigar 
uh, that I would look for in a Churchill size. Maybe in a Robusto, something that's got really? a little more girth to it. Oof. Um, but in that, in, that, in that Churchill size, man, I, I was not a fan of this cigar. So I actually really enjoyed the Churchill size of this cigar. In fact, I enjoyed it so much, I didn't even take notes on it. I I just, I literally, it was an in every case moment. Like I was in the moment with the cigar and I was sitting in my basement. Many, many moments. That's right. There cigar. were many moments with the cigar, but you know what? Th- to me, it in that moment, it was the experience of the cigar for me. So it wasn't. Was it say aroma? Yeah, right. <laughs> you are driving the Indy car. Yeah, Does right. you feel like the Formula One was just uh, the Germans. <laughs> gotta love them. <laughs> Sorry, no, that was it's a different know. different company, different story. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Listen I, to the PCA episode yeah, for that you'll one. You'll get it. Well, I, I guess that you know the question that that pops up for me would be. Was this was this the experience with the cigar, or was there something else happening, or something else that you were doing? You know that number one kept you away from taking notes, right? So thanks for not doing your homework. Yeah, well, right. gummies involved. Yeah, yeah right. No, and then, and no then number two, this time. right? Uh, you know, what was there something that uh, was an attribute to that experience that that made you enjoy it that much? So for me, I paired it with a really malt forward bourbon. And so the spice and the cedar kind of blended with the malt forward bourbon that I had, and it almost turned into like a chocolate. It was really weird how it happened, and and I don't know that I can replicate it. But but that, you could smoke the same cigar and drink the same whiskey. Yeah, but I know. But it's like the, it's it's all about your headspace too, man. So it was it, the experience. It, I mean, so. yeah, it's just I I had a long exhausting day at work. I was just ready to just sit down and have a moment to myself. I was the same way, you know, when I when I decided it, I was like, cool. You know what? I really want to go back to this 18-year Foursquare rum that it's been a long time since I had had it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that's moved to the back of the shelf in a way in which I really want to come back, you know, and enjoy that. You know, I think it'll pair well, you know, with uh, a Churchill, um, you know, even if the you know, between the two of them, one of them has got to be good, you know? Sure. And yeah, then that halfway for the, through the first third of it, I was just running into all kinds of construction problems. A horrible draw. I mean, I was just like, oh my gosh, I was in dire need of a good ramrod, you know, to try and get through this. And man, yeah, uh, we talk uh, about ramrods. So, I was like, I am going to hang tough with this. I was enjoying the rum by then, and but I was, I was like, there's got to be something here I'm missing, you know. And about the halfway point, I was like, okay, you know what? This is just not going well and not getting any better. Man, and, I hate that. And I, I, I have to say, I just I gave up on it. You know, at that point, I was like, okay, I've had enough of this. I enjoyed another, you know, dram of the of the rum and. You know, really kind of called it. And I just, I was like, okay, never, ever, 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 ever yeah. again. I had I none of those have. construction issues, yeah. but all all of the flavor uh, issues with it, it, you know, and, and I think issues is uh, honestly maybe a little terse, but, you know, yeah. it, it was one of those things too, right? Where like, this is Maduro. Uh, I, I do normally enjoy, you know, like a, a Churchill uh, size. 
uh, or girth. Yeah, that girth you will. is. is, is uh, and so I was really excited to smoke this thing, but yeah, it just kind of fell flat, like right in the middle uh, for me, and uh, it never, ready. never really picked back up. It's also one of those smokes that you think that, okay, you know, maybe, uh, maybe there's just a little lull in the middle. Right, and then it's going to kind of pick up back on the end, right? You're going to get a lot more of that spice that you got out of the dog sure. walker. Uh, you're going to get a little bit more weight out of the smoke at I that honestly, point. I did not and know it they just, were. It never happened. I did not know they were same, you know, binder and filler that you know was in the dog walker. I I didn't even look at the specs. I just I just know they were different sizes. So when you guys said it's that they binder were, filler and wrapper. Same. Yeah, it's the you, same smoke. Yeah, it's when you guys cigar. all said that, I was like, there is no way. Those are just like on polar opposites, you know, for me. Yeah. Well, so. I, I think that, you know, in every case, there's there's a good a good one for you and a bad one for you. So we'll give it a sips rating of a two. <coughs> um, I, I, anyway, I mean, I really hate that for both of you that, you, you know, you had construction problems and then you had spice problems. I would encourage you to revisit it. No. I mean, that's fine. You can say no. I'll try anything twice. That's, yeah, for sure. And I'm the same way. Yeah. If I don't like it the first time, change your environment. Change what you're doing. It's like the first time I uh, smoked some other stuff, you know? More rum. Oh, yeah. You could get some really good rums with this for sure. Yeah. So we like to discuss everything good in life here on this podcast. So how are you guys? What are you guys finding good in life at the moment? Hmm. Other than uh, reading tutor? Yeah, the the reading a, a toter. It was spelled T O O T E R. I was right? waiting for it to be spelled wrong. Why? Why would somebody know that if they don't know how to read? I just you know, it's like <laughs> reading is good. Can we start the story now? Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, it, it's really great to enjoy a brand, you know, like this. Uh, that I, I think the one thing that I found myself, uh, you know when we were making our way through this product line, I don't know how to describe it other than I just felt like it was uh, very lackluster. Really? Yeah. I don't know. It was just, I I felt like this was a, uh, you know, a manufacturing decision that had been made a long time ago. And then they've just been working their tail off to try and maintain, you know, that, that taste profile for a long time. And I just, I don't know. I felt like it was just a dwarf or whatever it was originally. And hmm. I don't know. I don't know why I got that. At, you know, I, it's not like I smoked 724s like, you know, 10 years ago. And now I'm smoking them again and going, wow, this is not the same. You know, right. this was the first time I'd had them. But I don't know. I was just, it was, it didn't have a lot of wow or pop to it. And I just, you know. Except the dog walker. Yeah. yeah. Now I, he's got another cigar that we did not get to try this time, but it's a, it's a barber pole. And I believe it's a Connecticut and Maduro. If I'm not mistaken, somebody can pull that up while we're talking. Um, it, it, it th- That cigar, um, Nate was actually talking to us about it before he had to leave. Um, he said that's the best cigar they've got in their lines. Huh. And so I, I'm going to encourage you guys to seek it out and try it. Let's let's try it and see what happens. A lot of sticks in our lives. <clears throat> I know it. We have a lot of cigars in our lives. <sighs> oh, my gosh. But as far as it's for me, as it's concerned, I, I'm really liking what Kurt's doing. Would you buy a box? I would definitely buy a box. That's the big question. Uh, I, I you ready would, to lay down the big box I, and I have would. 20 sticks of one yeah, of these? Yeah, I would because I think that, you know, worst case scenario, if I didn't have time for a church show, I'd cut it into a Robusta. That thought crossed my mind, you know, you know, as I was, I was like, well, maybe if, 
you know, instead of a ramrod, I'm just going to cut the church till in half and relight it and see if I can resurrect this, you know, as a shorter stick. I've had that happen on multiple cigars before that I have gotten a Churchill and, and it has and happened to me with you Churchill. start smoking it and you're like, man, this is really not what's up. And then you, you cut it to a Robusto five by whatever size. And, and it's just like, man, this is a completely different cigar at this point. So, but you know, I, I, what about you, Ben? What, what are you enjoying? I, the wife and I just moved into a new house, uh, moved out into the country a little bit. So nice. you know, I've got the right atmosphere to enjoy cigars a bit more, right? The Boom. back porch, and the starlit skies and the ceiling fan spinning, you know, just yep. sets the mood for. Do you your know, neighbors so- have all their natural teeth? Yes, I <laughs> actually, actually uh, we just met a couple of the neighbors, and uh, one of them's a professor, and the other one's a school teacher. So, oh, wow. uh, oh. Um, so but yeah, one hundred percent seven twenty four is a, a brand that that's box worthy to me, uh, and I would definitely try out that Hustler Barber Pole. Yeah, that Hustler Barber Pole is going to be on Montefina, Ecuadorian, Connecticut. That's what it is. Yep, the, yep, the Ecuadorian, Connecticut. All right, so we're we're gonna um, we're we're going to start wrapping this episode <laughs> up. That's right. So great stuff today, guys. I'd like to thank our host, good old boy Mike. Yeah, thanks for joining us for another exciting episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Check out all of our episodes online. I'll ask you to keep on sipping. And good old boy Benjamin. And thanks for having me on the team, guys. Smoke them if you got them. And as for me, good old boy Barger, keep smoking. Whatever it is you smoke, I support you. (laughs) Yeah, but would you still cut the Churchill in half? (laughs) I probably would. And you know, cutting a Churchill in half doesn't make it a Robusto, right? Can we? Doesn't doesn't matter. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> I wish to register a complaint. Yes, I do. We'll talk about it in small group later. Good. Oh, so it's a group therapy. I never, I don't like Churchills. That's great. Oh, man. If only it were a Lancero. Oof. Ah, oh, man. That cigar would have been awesome in a Lancero. You are not taking that from me. No. Oh, my God. You better stop it. Have a good night, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast, Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle, at sipsudsandsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This 
has been a One Tan Hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. Thank <laughs> you.